Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I'm Layla London, aka The Curious Girl. Now, just to let you know, this podcast is not suitable for work. It's also not suitable for anybody under 18. But the rest of you consenting adults, let's get ready to talk about my sex life, sex in general, and everything in between in explicit, raunchy, fun detail. All right, here we go. I'm intrigued. It's unique. It's unique. And so I do wonder, hmm, could we make this work? I mean, I have some small vibrators. I have some small sex toys. They still do the job. I mean, and maybe I need to prove to myself that I'm not, uh, that I'm equal opportunity. I don't know that I am or I'm not. And we had some serious conversations, but here's the thing, guys. He wants monogamy. And, you know, I just said, well, you got to think about that, you know, because I, it's the first time somebody said to me through this whole entire time, I want monogamy from you. While I'm down there with HK, strangers texting and saying, hey, my friend is in town and he's staying with me. And I think we can make your male, female, male fantasy come true. And I'm like, oh my God, this is fucking fabulous. I am the eternal optimist. Like I will Pollyanna the shit out of everything. Like I will turn a shit Sunday into like rainbows and butterflies. And I hear somebody yelling from down the block. And I'm like, oh, I look in my rear view mirror. I'm like, oh shit, it's him. <laughs> I'm getting, he's caught me. He's caught me trying to flee the scene. So anyway, he's like, where are you going? What's about it? Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I am Layla. Happy Tuesday, guys. I hope everybody's doing well. Having a great start of the week. I'm happy to hopefully make this a great Tuesday. I've got some really (laughs) fun stories. I don't know what was going on. I think I hit this string of kind of like shit show-ish, shit show-ism. <laughs> I was talking to Kathy Kay over at Strictly Anonymous Podcast the other day, and we were kind of laughing. I'm like, I think fucking Mercury's in retrograde. I mean, what is going on? And she said the same thing. And I just was like, yes, yeah, something is off. I just had this sort of <laughs> series of unfortunate events, I'll call it. And they all just butted up against each other. And I'm like, what the hell? Yeah, there's nothing worse than when, you know, like just your sexual exploits gone wrong, you know, when it just doesn't go the way you wanted it or the way it you were hoping or fantasizing. Even, even with the, even with all of the good stuff, I guess I have to take, you know, I have to take some of these hits, some of these just Oh, weird, weird occurrences. But that's what, you know, that's what I'm here to do, guys. I am here to put myself in these oddball situations, come back and report, give you all the deeds. So, but before I jump into that, guys, hey, I just want to remind you that last Tuesday's episode was amazing. I don't know if you guys got a chance to listen to it. It was fantastic. I had all of your voicemails, uh, not all of them, but a nice handful. I love, love, love my voicemails. I get a lot of them, but I love each and every one of them. It was so fun to grab some of those really good ones and put them on a, make a podcast out of them. If you guys didn't get a chance to check that out, you guys have some really good questions and I love answering that stuff. So give, make sure you give that a listen. That was last Tuesday's episode. I have more fantastic voicemails coming in. I I feel like summer is just like, everybody's like kicking it off. You know, they're 
they're being fun and I'm just getting some great questions, great comments. I'm absolutely loving it, guys. So keep it up. And that is one way that you can support the show. You can send me voicemails, super easy to do. And I love conversing with you guys and getting back to you and just seeing what's going on in your neck of the woods. Another way you guys can support the show is just by subscribing wherever you listen to this show so that you don't miss an episode. Just hit the subscribe button and that way you're always getting your downloads and you won't have to miss any fun, juicy stories. Of course, there's my private podcast, which is right now behind the scenes being converted into a community. I just, I'm super excited, guys. I just did like a test run with the live video feature. Yes, I'm going to be doing live feed videos. We get to interact. I'm so excited. You know what it is? I think it's really just like listening to all these voicemails. And when I sit there and listen to them and get back to you, I kind of get engaged in your lives and I get engaged in your stories and I want to be closer to you. (laughs) So this is going to be super fun uh, to be able to do this and just have more interaction back and forth with each other, you know, within the community with me and I'm I'm excited and I was I just feel very sophisticated like I've got my big girl pants on ooh you know <laughs> I can do lives <laughs> I know welcome welcome to 2023 right I know I'm always a little bit behind the times guys I I'm old school you know like I I I want you guys to court me <laughs> court me love me date me no, we don't need we we need to take it slow <laughs> So uh, after seven years, hey, let's let's jump into the community, guys. Anyway, that's coming out within the next few weeks. I'm like I said, I'm super excited about that. But in the meantime, if you want to subscribe to the private podcast, you will get carried over at those prices when I launch the new community, which has got more stuff. So it's just going to be a little more expensive than than uh, my price point now. But I'm doing a lot more stuff in there too. So and you get to interact with me. So yeah, support the sh- so support the private podcast if you want all the juicy juiciest of the juicy content it's there for you and uh i just kind of boy i really let it rip i really let it rip over there all right guys yeah just back to the debacled meetups all right let me start with this let me kind of circle back with this one story i i talked about it very heavily and with a lot of detail on the private podcast because after it happened i was kind of stunned and i I had I I didn't even know what to think. Okay, it's the first time I've come across a really smaller than usual penis and I that whole <laughs> that whole that whole incident was just again, I think it was part of my Mercury in retrograde whole week, right? I did that and then from there I took off to go down to Miami and it just it was just a string a series of like I said unfortunate events. So, this lovely guy who is perfectly handsome and I mean, sexy and attractive and great body and all this stuff. And, and he's, he's been on the radar for a long time. And I initially kind of blew him off. I guess not blew I didn't blow him off, but I just said, Hey, you know, you got a roommate, like this just doesn't work. And I don't want guys I, I'm not familiar with coming to my house, you know, and I didn't know him. And, you know, for the first time he wanted to come over and I'm like, no, no, it just, and then we were supposed to go to a hotel at one point and he kept trying to push the time around and I'm just going, I, okay, I can't, no, you know, cause to me, my, my radar was going up. I'm like, there's just something weird. Is it a roommate or is it a girlfriend or whatever? And you guys know, I just don't want any part of that. I don't want to be in the middle of anybody's relationship. So I just told him, Hey, this just doesn't work for me. And 
best wishes. So he circles back around. Uh, the roommate situation has been remedied. And after going to his house, I can safely say he did not have a girlfriend. It was a roommate. Like that place has probably never been cleaned. <laughs> no, no, no self-respecting woman could handle that much dust. <laughs> so you, you bachelors, you, you're so cute. <laughs> Anyhow, and nice guy, respectful guy, but we, I discovered that he has a smaller than average penis. And it was the first time, you know, this, we've had this dick size conversation for quite a few years here, you know, floating around at, at the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. And it always comes up and people always ask me and I'd never been able to say, yeah, I think that might be too small. But here's where I can't conclusively say that because I will try anything three times. All I know is he did not, we didn't actually have penetrative sex because he had no, you know, he came too soon. And I don't know, I have no idea what that would feel like. <laughs> and to be honest with you, my curiosity has the best of me. I'm like, well, I'll try anything three times. So <laughs> to confirm, I mean, sometimes you need three times. Look, sometimes that's straight out of the gate. You can just confirm. It's just a flat out. No, hell no. This isn't going to work. Bad idea. There's those scenarios. This I was, I'm, I'm intrigued. It's unique. It's unique. And so I do wonder, hmm, could we make this work? I mean, I have some small vibrators. I have some small sex toys. They still do the job. I mean, and maybe I need to prove to myself that I'm not, uh, that I'm equal opportunity. I don't know that I am or I'm not. And I've always spoke, you know, spoken about it, about penis size on the show as something that didn't matter to me personally, but I never, I guess, really got that challenged because certainly I've been with a, you know, a range of men who have different, you know, sizes, like, of course. And I've never really had any complaints about any of them size-wise or, you know, how it functioned or anything like that. So this, I just, I'm, I'm curious about it, but I will say that, oh, and I do have a funny story, guys. You ha I did speak, you know, I'm leaving some of the details out. You know why? Because I spoke about it very frankly and, and I give all of the dirty details and they're dirty. Of course, you know me on the private podcast. I didn't feel comfortable actually speaking about some, you know, speaking about it any further than that on the public side, because again, this is not something, I don't want to be shaming anybody. And it's, it is a, just a matter of fact that it was smaller than average. And, and I don't, I don't want to shame him for that. There's, it's like, you got what you got. Women have smaller than, some women have smaller than average breasts, you know, they do, they get implants and, uh, you know, I mean, or they don't have the waistline that they want and then they get liposuction. I mean, this is just something that guys either ha have, you know, they have what they have. And to consider changing that would be like a big, massive surgery and, you know, something that you'd really want to, especially on your sex organ. <laughs> I would, that's a, that to me is beyond cosmetic, right? I mean, if it, if, if it gets messed up or botched, you're really, you're really in trouble and women can live without their breasts and still have a happy, you know, I, I, I believe a fulfilled and healthy sex life, but if you, if, if we closed up our vaginas, you know, no, you know, or they weren't functioning anymore then no. So I just don't, I'm, I'm having a hard time. You know, I just don't want anything I say to sound 
disrespectful, but I do, like I said, I do have to tell the, I did tell the whole story. There was, let's see, I think I mentioned, did I mention my, I don't know if I mentioned this on the other podcast. I think I did last week when I answered someone's question about size. I think I talked about the ball sucking bruise I got. I did get a ball sucking bruise. So if that kind of like leads you in any directions, it, you know, I mean, the, it, it was fun. You know, it was, it was fun and weird because I did feel awkward about when I saw it and I was like, oh, it was one of those things where, you know, oh, I was just going to say, I was going to give a really bad analogy, but I don't think I was going to use that. It's just like, I was going to say like, you know when somebody farts and you just pretend you didn't hear it? <laughs> it was like, I saw it, but I just pretended I just, I'm not seeing what I'm seeing. And I tried to act accordingly. And again, I would totally go back <laughs> just because I, I'm, I am curious. Like, how does this, let's, let's see what, what can this thing do? Maybe it packs a major, major punch. I don't know. But when I left, I it was there was a little bit of awkwardness for me and maybe him too, I don't know. And we'll see. I'm just I the ball's in his court. This this whole week everybody from this week like the ball is in their court. Like they can circle back because I, you know, I don't mind the awkward. I'm over it. It's just I'm not going to be the one to push it forward. But that's kind of my style. That's more my, that's just more my dating style. Like, you know, if you want me and you want to keep it moving forward, that you kind of got to do the heavy lifting in the beginning. Like, I'm good. Just, you know, I'll be responsive, but it's really kind of up to you. So anyway, guys, it, that, that story is definitely worth <laughs> signing up for the private podcast. <laughs> All right. And sorry, I know I'm, I'm plugging it shamelessly, but you know, I really feel with uh just the censorship and and stuff that I'm subject to sometimes I feel like some stories are better a little less public I guess and you have access to them but this is just going to have to be a little less public on this one okay so I then after that I jet off to Miami I'm so excited HK and I going to spend we were going to spend kind of a an abbreviated week together or together semi apart and then together again week down in Miami we, he was, he had to coach some of the players were in town, some of the opposing teams for the Marlins that, uh, those guys he works with. And so we were down there. So fun. Oh my gosh. I just, this is a weird story too, right? Because first of all, you know, you guys know the history with HK and I, or if you don't, uh, this is somebody that I met when I was 18. He's 11 years older than I am. He was robbing the cradle. And although to his, to his defense, he did not know. <laughs> He did not know how old I was. I think he thought I was about 21, 22 at the time. I know he didn't know. I was just, I had just turned 18 too. Oh my God. Barely legal back then. And we dated off and on for a long time. I totally, like, I've been in love with three people in my life and he's one of them. I mean, just like, oh, you know, like, I love him. (laughs) That kind of love, you know, where you're just like, oh. Oh, I want to smell him and just like be with him all the time. I want to marry you and have your babies. Oh, I, it almost went the, oh my God. Like, I can't even tell you how I just, we had, we had a lot of fiery passion and a lot of really good years. And, and I'm, I'm just so happy that we're still friends and interested in each other and hanging out. But here's the interesting thing. I've said this to everybody. Like we spend the whole week together. We are sleeping in the same bed. We are not having sex. That is right, people. 
the curious girl is not having sex. I can you believe this? I'm abstaining with one guy and and then, you know, out here goofing around, you know, <laughs> with stranger, with the other guy. Um so I definitely know the no the no sex is getting to is getting is getting to as it would any man, you know, it is getting to HK a little bit. And we had some serious conversations, but here's the thing, guys, he wants monogamy. And, you know, I just said, well, you got to think about that, you know, because I, it's the first time somebody said to me through this whole entire time, I want monogamy from you. I want monogamy in my life. I, you know, and I'm like, oh, I'm not ready for that. That was, you know, it was interesting because I didn't know how I would react if somebody wanted that for me at this point, right? Why is it a big deal to me? And especially when I really just initially thought, I'm just going to go out and do these things and go back to just being my my regular old self, vanilla self, like like not like nothing, like this would not change me in some way. And I'm not sure what exactly, like why I wouldn't want monogamy with him, but here's the deal, guys. Let me just say, when we were sitting there having that conversation, and it was all he and I, oh my gosh, like I said, had an amazing time, great friends. There's, I mean, chemistry, you know, we kiss and make out and all that stuff. Uh, but there's no, there is no sex. And he's just like, he's like, can we mutually masturbate? And I just know, and you know, the, I, I, I've been saying no, because I just know like our bond. And if you start, if I start crossing that line, it's it's so easy to be right back there. And you're, I knew I, that could be leading me to f- fishing for problems that I just don't want right now. And I don't want the pressure of having to be monogamous. I'm not, I'm still not technically opposed to it, but I, I was surprised at my reaction when he, when he asked for it, you know, or not when, when it came up and when he said, yeah, I want to be, I want to be monogamous. And I was like, listen, I go, you weren't, you've never been monogamous your whole life. You've never done that successfully. And he's like, I know that's why I want to. So I get it. You know, you're, I'm not going to pigeonhole him. I mean, you know, you're allowed to change your mind about things. You're allowed to want to do things differently. And for him, you know, I believe he knows that he was doing non-monogamy in a way that wasn't completely straightforward with everybody. And, you know, I mean, when I look back on my time with him, when I was very young, the first part of that, the 18 to early 20s, I did, I did sort of not loosely, but hopefully think that I was the only one. <laughs> and, you know, uh, not too long into it, you know, you kind of realize, yeah, you're not. And that always bothered me. But we did spend so much time together that I felt like, well, I don't know. I, you know, it's hard to, hard to really remember what I, what I thought, but I do remember a few times it, for me, it was an issue and hurt my feelings, obviously. So just to, you know, have him say, (laughs) say to me now, all of a sudden, I'm like, listen, you got non-monogamy or you got, you got monogamy from me for years, buddy. So there you go. You had it. Now you don't. I don't know what to tell you. But so we'll see. We will, you know, we'll we'll see where that goes. Uh, poor guy. I mean, I do feel bad for him, but I'm like, no, you know, because I don't want to ruin our friendship. And you just know, after having been in a relationship with somebody off and on for so long, you, you know, you kind of know where, 
what could happen and what you, you know, what's at stake too. So I just don't want to, I don't want to mess with that. And I'd have to think about what that means overall. And especially for the show, guys, I don't know. Would, would this be fun? Monogamous, monogamous girl diaries? <laughs> I mean, I could still have a lot of fun with it, I guess. Uh, and it's really interesting because now it's really bringing up for me, well, shit, how do you really feel about this? How do you really feel about monogamy? Because I really thought for the longest time, I would have no problem going back to it. It'd be like, sure. And I still believe that. What I think I'm struggling the most with is knowing that I don't ever have the option. I doubt I would exercise it that much if I was with somebody, again, just solid one-on-one, -on -one, I don't know. You know, that's kind of an interesting question. When I, you know, I'm always asking, well, who am I becoming with with all these experiences? And, you know, what is this, who is this making me? And and how are my beliefs and views and desires and wants and needs, how are those all changing? And I didn't believe that being non-monogamous would change me that much or all these experiences would change me that much, but they've really opened me up a lot. And I just want to stay open and have the option to be open from time to time. Not knowing that, not, not even saying that I would be like, yes, I have to do that. I have to fuck somebody else. I have to go have sex with this person or that person or, you know, like it's probably, probably wouldn't happen, but I don't know. And so since I can't say a hundred percent, oh yeah, I'd be down with that then if it's not 100% yes, then it's a no. So we'll see. We will see how this all keeps um, unfolding. But you know, I did stand my ground. It's, I was like, hey, I don't know that I, I, I want to not have the option, you know, and that I want to be pigeonholed. And this is something we can do together. I don't think he has much interest in, in that anymore. Isn't that interesting? He's probably gotten it out of his system. This is what, this is what, you need to do, I guess, let them get it out of their system and then, and then make sure you stay in touch with them for the long haul so that when they get their shit together, they're a good candidate. <laughs> All right. Now, so this is sort of the, the apex of this week here, guys. So HK and I are together having, uh, like seriously, the food, the, you know, we were at the Ritz, Biscay, Bay. Oh, and just, it was it's so lovely and amazing had the ma most amazing crab cakes. Jesus, I'm still thinking about those things. Like I want to go back to Miami for the crab cakes. And all the food we had was just fantastic. And the iced, mo icy mojitos were perfect. And oh yeah, very, very fun. A lot of, a lot of laughs. He and I, definitely HK and I have like our sense of humor, our dryness is, is is the driest of the dry when we're together. And it's hilarious. We crack each other up. We get each other's humor. We get each other's looks, everything. You know, I mean, like I said, I spent a late teens, good part of my 20s and into my 30s off and on with this guy. So we have, uh, we know each other pretty well. And he was supposed to be gone. So the whole idea was uh, he was supposed to be gone for two days of the seven. He was going to leave like a day and a half, actually leave. And then uh, he had to had committed himself to a, a fundraiser, a golf tournament. And he was going to fly out of Miami, fly home, do the tournament and then come back. Well, the morning of his flight, it got completely canceled. And then all the other flights that would have gotten him there that night were full. 
because everybody jumped off. He wasn't paying attention. Everybody jumped off the canceled flight, got on the later flights, and then there was no room on those. Well, his golf tournament started at like 8 a.m. that next morning. So he couldn't take a morning flight. There wasn't a morning flight on that airline. So at any rate, he ended up staying the whole time and not, you know, not leaving and coming back. Well, I was, had planned to go see Stranger and you know, it was like, okay, I'm going to be in Miami. And it was funny because not funny, but you know, when I first, I was like, I'm going to be in Miami. And yeah. And uh, Stranger's like, yeah, you know, come, let's hang out. And then, you know, he's asking me, oh, where are you going to be all week? You know? And I said, well, I'm going to be with a friend. And he's like, oh, you know, <laughs> he's putting it together. And I just said, no, you know, we're just, it's a platonic friend. I mean, we have a history, but you know, it's platonic. And so I kind of put that, you know, squelched that, that fire, but I was supposed to go see him while HK was gone. And then, you know, hang out with him for, for a night or whatever and resume with HK. Well, HK didn't leave. So I decided to, and I really wanted to see stranger. So I tacked on an extra day onto the end of my trip. When I dropped HK off, I was just going to go hang with stranger for part, you know, for a day and spend the night and then head home the next day. Well, it turns out that stranger's friend is in town. And while I'm down there with HK, stranger's texting and saying, Hey, my friend is in town and he's staying with me. And I think we can make your male, female, male fantasy come true. And I'm like, Oh my God, this is fucking fabulous. Yes. Yes. And I'm so excited. And I can't, you know, I'm just like building this up in my mind as I do. Guys, I get, I am the eternal optimist. Like I will Pollyanna the shit out of everything. Like I will turn a shit Sunday into like rainbows and butterflies. Like I always try to look for the positive and I get, and I do, I get super excited. I kind of like, I, I don't know if I, if you call that like le- leading with your heart, but I do get very excited when I know like, Oh, I've got plans or something's going to happen. I mean, like that brings me joy actually. Just like knowing like that I have exciting things coming up and fun adventures. I just, I love that. And so I'm super excited at this, at this prospect. And he sends me a picture of his friend, him and his friend, I'm like his friend's very cute. And I'm thinking this is doable. And, and, you know, and, and I was kind of like, okay, well, we really didn't have much time to talk about like all the details. And I did sort of try to put in, make sure, you know, well, how are you guys comfortable? What are you comfortable with? Cause I know neither one of you is gay or bi or considers yourself bisexual. So what, and you've known each other, this is a good friend. So I assume that, you know, there's boundaries here, but I also have my needs and I want certain things. I want DP. I want to try DVP. And if you're not up for trying DVP, not that it's going to work, but I, I don't know, you know, that that's a, that's a consideration for me. Like I will hold out for all the things on my list that I want. And I want to make sure that the vibe is right. And this is why it's taken me so long, I think, to put all these together because I definitely have some ideas in my head about what I'd like to see happen. And if someone tells me out of the gate that that's a boundary, then this is not going to be, you know, then, then I'm more doing this for you. And I'm making it a concession when let's face it, it's my fantasy. It's, it's, I'm the star of the show, you know, like really, literally I, I, I tell every time I talk to somebody about, you know, the male, female, male, I'm letting the guys know, listen, I'm the star of the show, all the attention on me. I just, and, and there's things that I want to accomplish on my checklist here. And if we can't do it, it's not a good fit. And you don't need to and just be, you know, be honest about it. So we didn't get a chance to go over that. But I was like, well, we can when we get there. And and all I said, and I never said, yes, it's a go. I just was like, okay, wow. All right. I, I'm. This is exciting. Let's, 
let's see. Let's see if it's a good fit. So I end up, once I drop HK off at the airport, I head over to Stranger's house and I strangers in the middle of working. And I'm like, okay, you know, he's, he's there. And I meet his friend. His friend is, I mean, like immediately like, Hey, let's go. Like almost like, let's get it on right now. And I'm like, can I like know your name? What, what's what? Hello. You know, I'm introducing myself. What's your name? And then he, you know, and he's like, okay, let's, let's go get a, let's grab a drink. Let's go up, up. Stranger has a lovely rooftop deck. We're up there hanging out chatting. And then he stranger comes up there while I'm up there with his friend. And, you know, his friend wants to, it's like, why are you sitting so far away? And, you know, pulls comes sit by me. And then he wants to make out with me. And I said, well, the kissing's fine. That's fine. But, you know, he's really moving fast and, and, you know, saying, okay, you know, stranger says, you want to try this, this, and this. And I was like, well, yeah, but let's talk about, let's, let's talk about what your boundaries are and what you're okay with. And let me also tell you what I'm looking for. Cause I don't know. I don't know about the dynamic between the two of you and I don't want to be assumptive, but I want some things that maybe two guys would not be comfortable with if they have no bisexual tendencies. So anyhow, then we go, you know, then, then we go downstairs and like, literally he's just pitching a tent everywhere he's walking. Literally. I can see his boner. <laughs> He's so, and I'm like, what is going on here? You know, I mean, it was kind of, it was a little, that part was a little odd. And although his friend, like, you find yourself in these situations and he's a perfectly nice guy. I mean, it just seemed very assumptive a little bit and forward, which I am none, you know, I am not shy to that stuff, obviously. Hello. But... Then he wanted to, he, then he's wanting me to just go in his bedroom with him right then and there. Like I said, I hadn't even been there an hour, hadn't even had lunch or anything. And just like, oh, let's have sex. You know, I'm going, I'm not a hooker. I'm not sure what, I, you know, and I'm, I'm starting to wonder like, what, what have you been told? I, I don't know. So, you know, I'm backing off of this. <laughs> I'm backing off of this stuff. And I go up and I'm like, well, I have a little bit of work to do too. So I go up and I'm in, I'm in stranger's room and I record a private podcast episode where I'm giving all the details of all this stuff because there are more and they are explicit with some sexy stuff. So I, I have to kind of leave it over on that side for just for now, guys. Sorry. But if you want to hear the whole story, cause this gets very detailed, it keeps going. <laughs> so <laughs> finally stranger comes up. And, you know, and he's like, I'm so horny. I want to fuck you and da, 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 da. And I'm like, okay, let's get a towel. I better get a towel because as it turns out, I'm on the last day or about the second to the last day of my period. Yeah. And you guys know how I feel about period sex. If you haven't been listening to my show long enough, I am very much about it because I get very horny when, when I'm on my period and I don't mind period sex. And I will literally like break up with you. <laughs> if you won't, if you, if you're turned off by it, I just, I feel like this is a normal feminine woman thing. And, and I'm not going to, I don't want your shame about it. No, no, thank you. Cause I don't have any, you know, I just don't. Well, so I get the tell. He's like, why are you getting what, for what? And I'm like, Oh, I'm just, you know, on the last day of my period or whatever. And so we're fooling around and I'm doing stuff. He's doing stuff. He has an orgasm. Like I said, all the details about that. He had an orgasm twice. Thank you very much. I'm patting myself on the back. And then 
you know, and I'm thinking, okay, we're, we're going to, we're going to have sex. He then tells me that he can't have sex with me because he's kosher. And I knew he was Jewish. And I was like, oh, well, obviously it was kind of, you know, it was a little awkward, right? Right. We're in the middle of all this stuff and you just got satisfied twice. And you know, now you're dropping this little bomb on me. And I'm like, oh, all right. And I don't know, you know, I mean, I was trying to like go back in my memory bank when I studied this part of the Old Testament. <laughs> I do remember this part because I'll tell you what, we had some heated debate. I went to an all-girls school. We had some fucking heated debates over this one. Now, first of all, I respect everybody's beliefs. And this is a religious belief for him. And he is, he is observant of, you know, he's his refrigerator, you know, he keeps the, I think it's the, the milk and the meat separate. And, you know, I mean, he, this is his, this is part of his faith and, and I have no problem with it. It just ended up being one more thing in a string of weird things. And I, you know, I was kind of like, Oh God. Okay. Well, so that was fine because, you know, we still were fooling around and he's like, technically, you know, I'm not even supposed to touch you. And, you know, like normally you'd be sleeping in a different bed. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then I start, you know, then I was like, oh, you know, and I just, I, I felt weird about it. it. It's not, he's just telling me factually stuff and I'm feeling a little, I guess, embarrassed, you know, a little bit like, oh shit, you know, I, I'm, I'm feeling awkward. And so then after that, we, you know, he was, he's still working. I'm, doing my stuff. I'm working on stuff. He's working on stuff. At this point, I have no idea where his friend is. And then stranger says, Hey, you know, we were supposed to go for a, we were going to go for a walk and afterwards, right. Just go for a nice long walk. Stranger. At this point, I'm, I'm a little fired up. I'm like, okay, your friend is like all over me like a cheap suit. And I'm not trying to bag on his friend because his friend was nice too. You know, I mean, I don't think, I don't think any, there was anything sinister. Nobody really plans this stuff, but I was like, you know, I show up, your friends all over me. Like, why don't you have sex with me? I don't even know his name. I haven't discussed this with you. I'm here for you. You know, I'm not a hooker. Then we wanted to go, you know, then it was the period thing. Then we were supposed to go for a walk. And he says, well, he just had some session with his therapist on the phone right before the walk. And he's like, oh, I, you know, he had, they had talked about some really, uh, I guess, I don't want to say heavy stuff, but just, you know, like stuff that w was really clicking in his brain and I, which I totally get. And he said, you know, uh, can I, first it was, he said, can I walk really fast? Can you keep up with me? And I'm like, listen, buddy, I'm 5'10 and I just ran for an hour straight yesterday, like nonstop, like I, without even being winded, like I guarantee you, you're going to be the one trying to keep up with me. My legs are longer than yours. <laughs> So I, I was kind of like, yeah, yeah, no, it's no problem. And then, then he, you know, then he's like, well, I really want to kind of just walk and think. And I'm like, okay, no problem. I totally get that. Sometimes you need to process at which, and I'm, I'm that way too. I'm, a, I'm, I'm that way. But so he goes out for his walk. And at that, then at that moment, I was like, I don't really want to be here. Now this is going, this is just like, I had to sit and think like, am I going to stay and be uncomfortable? Cause I need to process now and I can't do it. I want to just think about all this cause I'm kind of rubbed the wrong way. And I know it's just a reaction and I know that none of this stuff is personal. And I know that if I sit and think about it, then, you know, I'll be all right. Well, but I needed the space to do that. So he leaves and I'm like, you're going to put your workout clothes on and go for your own walk. Or are you just going to pack your bag and go? 
because right now is a good time to flee the scene. He's gone. So I get my stuff, pack it up. I'm, I get in my car. I'm backing out. I leave, I send a text like, you know, thanks. Thank you so much for having me. I think I'm going to go home. I'm going to head home. Good luck on your deal. He was working on a deal. And you know, I was very, just polite. Well, I send the, I send the send. And then I hear somebody yelling from down the block. And I, I'm like, oh, I look in my rear view mirror. I'm like, oh shit, it's him. <laughs> I'm getting, he's caught me. He's caught me trying to flee the scene. So anyway, he's like, where are you going? What's about it? You know, he's, and obviously, you know, he wants to talk to me. He's like, no, wait, wait, wait. So I ended up, I said, okay, look, I'll come, I'll come in and, and discuss it with you briefly. So we just talked about it and I, you know, I just still wanted to go. And so I left and it was very nice and polite. And he was kissing me and saying, Hey, let's, but we're still going to go to Nashville. Right. And I want to go and, you know, and all that. And I said, yeah, sure. Of course. And, but I really did. I, you know, I just kind of like, was like, you know, this has just been a weird week. I had ran across a small one. Then, you know, HK is dropping the monogamy bomb on me. And now, you know, now this I'm leaving and basically your friend's gotten off. You've gotten off twice. And I, I had to get myself off and finish the job, you know, and I'm like, oh, this just didn't go the way I wanted it to, you guys. Oh, anyway, but I know that there's some stranger haters out there. <laughs> there's one guy on Tumblr who's just like, I knew it. <laughs> I don't actually know what he he thought there's somebody right that's been messaging me on Tumblr who's like seriously thinks that there's something off about Stranger and you know and I, I can't remember exactly what he was saying or what his thoughts were but there's been a couple of you that you know shared the same sentiment I am still gonna say this for the record I don't hold any of this against Stranger I think that none of it's intentional I always look at somebody's intention and like where their heart's at. And sometimes you're just, you, you're, you're some of the things that I think are completely obvious to me just are not obvious to other people. You know, like my thought is I'm sure you wouldn't want your, your sister or your mom or somebody like this, you know, brought into, a. Uh, coming to your house for the first time and having your, you know, your friend coming on to them behind your, not behind your back, but just the second they walk through the door and without even introducing themselves, it just, you know, it's like, yeah, I'm not, like I said, what, what is it that you think I'm here for exactly? Is it just all about your pleasure or can this be mutual? So, but again, like I said, I don't think Stranger's Friend is a bad guy. I don't think that Stranger's a bad guy. And I'm bummed that I'm actually bummed because you guys know I was very excited about Stranger. We have good sexual chemistry. This is the third time I've seen him. And this, this time was just a little awkward. The other two times were great. I mean, nothing, you know, very natural, very, very fun, thoroughly enjoyable. So my thought on this is, you know, I'll try anything, like I said, three times, three times from the fuck up to before I can say it's a pattern and it's worth pulling the plug on. So again, with this one, same thing too. I have no idea if stranger is going to reach out, if I'll hear from him again. Oh, he, by the way, you know, he did reach out the next day just to make sure that I got home. Okay. He asked me to text him when I got, you know, when I got to the hotel, cause I gave him the impression that I was going to stay locally and then drive home the next day. I actually just ended up driving. I'm like, let me just drive and see how far I can get. And then 
I'll pull over when I'm tired and get a hotel room and just spend the night and then keep going. And that's what I ended up doing. So I didn't call him that night, but he texted me in the morning and was like, are you, you know, are you okay? Did you make it home? And that was, you know, and so again, that was very nice. I don't have anything, like I said, against him at this point. I'm going to just leave the ball in his court and see, you know, he's either going to reach out or not. And I'll leave it, you know, at that. I'm, I'm still fully down to have some fun with him and because he is a fun guy. And I like, I am, you guys know me. I like to have fun. I am, I am a, as he said, I am a yes girl with boundaries and we hit my boundaries and I did what, what felt good to me at the time. And it wasn't with the intention of being offensive to anybody. And I kind of feel like everybody was just kind of in that moment doing what felt good to them at the time. And there was no intention of being offensive or weird or creepy to anybody else, even though I was feeling a stinch of it, a titch of it, which I think is understandable in that circumstance. I'm a female. I don't know no stranger very well. And I certainly don't know his friend at all. And, you know, here I am. And it's like, okay, hi, you just got here five minutes ago. Hey, let's get it on. By the way, haven't even given you my name. So yeah, it was a little weird. There you go, guys. Weird shit happens to me. It's not all like fun and games. (laughs) Most of the time it is. I have been very lucky. I would say 95%. Well, yeah, 90, let's say 93% of my stories are very fun, great adventures. And we don't even know how these are going to all end up. We don't know how this is all going to play out. It could just go kaput. Or there could be continuing stories, but I still, I'm still open to all of these scenarios. Every single thing that came my way, I'm still up for. And every, everybody I cross paths with, I'm still open to, you know, continuing on, but I'm going to make them do the heavy lifting if they want to. It's up to them. All right, guys. Well, what do you think about this episode? What do you think about Stranger and that whole scenario? What do you think about the tiny dude? (laughs) I love your feedback. I just love to know what you guys think when you hear this stuff. And listen, if you want more details, like explicit details on all of these encounters and everything, just jump over to the private podcast. It's there. Believe me, I let it rip. I mean, I go overboard with the deets. All right, everyone. Stay happy, stay healthy, stay safe. Leave me a voicemail. Easy to do. CureSchoolDiaries.com. Click on the pink tab on the right-hand side. Five minutes, let it rip. If it cuts you off, just leave another one. I have some people leave me 20 minutes worth of voicemails. I listen to each and every one and I get back to you. I respond. I'm great about it. And I really love connecting with you. So there we go, guys. Love you. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like what you hear, refer me to a friend and make sure you're following me on social media. Also, go to the website, thecuriousgirldiaries.com, and join my subscribers-only list for access to exclusive content. And as usual, questions or comments, you can always email me at curiousgirl at thecuriousgirldiaries.com.